0: Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks and this is episode 111 of the 5 Minute Discipleship podcast. Hi friends, so glad to have you here today. Hey, I recently put together a list of 25 of my favorite resources on the topics of spiritual growth and discipleship. I'd like you to get a copy for free at my website 5minutediscipleship.com. Today on the podcast, we are talking about the importance of meditating on scripture. If you're a Bible reader, you may be familiar with the Apostle Paul's words in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, for the longest time, we have interpreted this verse as meaning that reading the Bible transforms the way we think. And while this is true, new research shows that there is more to it than that. Studies have proven that doing something frequently, like reading the Bible, not only changes the way we think, but it literally changes our brain. The author Mark Batterson explains it this way, the National Institute of Mental Health did a fascinating study asking subjects to perform a simple motor task, a finger-tapping exercise. As subjects tapped, the doctors conducted an MRI to identify what part of the brain was being activated. The subjects then practiced the finger-tapping exercise daily for four weeks. At the end of the four-week period, the brain scan was repeated. In each instance, it revealed that the area of the brain in the task had expanded. That simple task, the finger-tapping exercise, literally created new neural pathways. You see, when we meditate on Scripture, when we repeatedly keep our mind on the Word of God, we are recruiting new neural pathways. Our brains are rewired in alignment with the Word of God. It reminds me of Joshua chapter 1 and Psalm chapter 1, in which God promises blessing and success for those who meditate on His Word. The scriptural practice of meditation is not unique to Christianity. Many non Christian religions and secular groups practice meditation. However, when the Bible speaks of meditation, as it often does, it is not the kind of meditation that seeks to disengage, silence, or empty the mind, as in transcendental or Buddhist forms of meditation. The Scripture teaches meditation that actively engages the mind for the purpose of understanding God's Word and putting it into practice. We meditate on God's Word by memorizing it, by thinking about it, by reflecting on what it means, and by asking God to help us apply it to our lives. In Psalm chapter one, David said, blessed are those who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. What does it mean to delight in God's word? What does that look like? If a person delights in something, you don't have to beg them to do it. They will do it all by themselves. It has been said that you can measure your delight for the word of God by how much you hunger for it. How do we get to the place where God's word becomes a delight to us? Well, we have to develop an appetite. He goes on to say, "...and who meditates on his law day and night." The blessed man reflects on the Word of God. He does not just hear it and forget it. He thinks about it. The goal is to fill your mind with the Word of God, and this can be done by carefully thinking about each word and phrase and asking, how does this apply to my life, and praying it back to the Lord. He goes on in Psalm 1 to say, "...that person, the person who meditates on Scripture," Is like a tree planted by streams of water. You know, you've seen this, I'm sure, that a tree by a river has a continual source of water. It will never wither away because it is always getting what it needs. This would also be a tree that is strong and stable, sinking down deep roots. The life of a blessed man is marked by strength and stability. David went on to say, "...who yields fruit in season." He's telling us that the blessed life is a life that bears fruit, it prospers, and it has an impact on others. He goes on to say, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. You know, brown dead, withered leaves are a sign of death and dryness. The blessed man does not have any of these signs of death and dryness because his leaves are green and alive. So how do we do this? You might be thinking, who has time to sit around and think about the Bible all day and all night? Well, it's not as hard as you think. Here's what we do. We select a scripture passage. You can ask, what do I need to focus on? What verse has God led me to? What am I struggling with? Pick a verse or two that applies to your life and this time, and then memorize that verse. Think about it throughout the day. Break it down word for word. Pray about it ask, what is God saying to me? How can I apply these verses to my life? And then share it with someone, talk about it, have a discussion. And in doing so, we meditate on God's word. Your life will be like a tree planted by a river of water. It makes such a difference in our lives. Here's today's challenge. Choose a verse that is appropriate for where you are in your life right now. Memorize it. Let it be your verse for the week. Meditate on it each day. Think about it throughout the day. Start and end your day with this verse and let God's word transform your thinking and your life. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If you were blessed by this episode, would you hit the share button on your podcast app and share it on social media? Thank you so much for helping me get the word out. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.